Hi, thank you so much for tuning in. Today is November 19, 2018, and 11 o'clock in the morning. I wanted to say thank you very much for everybody that's listening. I apologize for a little bit of the delay of the podcast, but exciting news has finally come out. My website is completely done. It is 111fireprep.com. Again, 111fireprep.com. Highly, highly suggest you guys checking it out. Newest jobs are actually posted today, and it's around the nation. So uh, take a peek. Basic membership is totally free. Um, that will only have information regarding jobs around the nation and some discounted preps in the future, especially with these interview workshops. Let's a little talk a little bit about that interview workshop that I had recently. We had more than 30 people show up, a lot of active military and veterans. I'm glad they came out. The men and women who served this great country, uh, it was all free for them. I think that was the biggest success rate. Since then, uh, I heard that three people were going to a chief's interview, and the other two were going for possible other interviews that are hitting up. I mean, we have a lot of uh, organizations, departments that are about to hire. So I wish you guys the very best. If you need some uh, preps, let me know. Uh, other than that, those who got to the chief's interview now, um, after meet me when they did the initial interview, this is uh, what we're going to talk about today, the chief's interview itself. And you're really uh, trying to sell yourself at the very end of it. Um, you already went through the beginning entry phase of those situational scenario questions or them wanting to know about you. Now, the chief's interview is a little bit more in depth because they have your background packet in front of you and as well as uh, their, your resume that you have submitted and also a lot of more information uh, that they want to know. So what the chief's interview is really about, number one, is very personable. Okay, They want to see if you're going to actually be a really good fit for the organization and if you're going to represent them on and off duty. So I would um, for sure, for sure, for sure, try to be calm and relaxed, but not too relaxed on it. You want to also make sure that you are wearing your suit. This doesn't mean just because you got to the chief's interview that your buddy buddies with the head of the department. No, you still want to look and act professional, but you want to be personable, humble, not cocky. Okay, so very, very important to understand that that when you walk in, it's um, it's it, it's still a professional uh, professional attire, a very professional setting, and it is straightforward. Now, some chiefs they like to keep a straight face; the others like to smile and talk about you. So, a couple things that I like to tell some of the people who I'm coaching is when you go to the chief's interview itself learn a little bit about yourself they're going to probably ask you a few of the following questions and again be positive be proactive be professional be prepared for anything you should be doing your cia i like to call it a cia and your fbi research about the organization before anything you should have that strategic plan really um really memorized honestly uh because if they were to ask you anything I don't want you to be caught off guard. And when people are caught off guard with something that they're faced with, uh, the fight, or the flight or flight, um, fight or flight response comes out. Uh, excuse me. And people then candidates or applicants tend to peace out. So I want you to be always ready to go in that fight stance, but very confident, not cocky, and deliver a great response. So again, know about yourself. Tell us about yourself, and they really want to know. 
who you are. Then they're going to probably ask you, tell me about your family, okay? You know, be specific. Make sure that you don't really spot it, say the negative things about them, okay? So all positive. Tell me about your friends, your closest friends who mean the world to you. Super, super important. What would your closest friends say about you, okay? Why would they think that you'd be a great fit for this position? What have you done to prepare yourself for the position of being a firefighter? This, like I tell everybody, mentally and physically, and how you add your life experiences that made you prepared for this position. A lot of people shoot off their resume. Listen, the only time that you really want to shoot off your resume is that you must have prior experience before you get in here or the lateral spot, okay? This is they want to see if you're a person. What did you learn from a long time ago? Values, morals, the, the concrete foundation that your parents or your grandparents, your uncle, aunt has made you in the beginning to understand what's right from wrong, okay? Uh, why do you want to be a firefighter for the city of X, Y, and Z? Um, you know, you have a department that is proactive and reactive where most organizations tend to just be proactive in it. You have to have that drive, that enthusiasm to explain that answer, okay? It is a very diverse department which offers a lot of growth and opportunity to want to ever be a successful firefighter. And this is what I mean by that. And then, bam, you shoot out your answer. It is very, very important to understand your deliverance and everything, okay? So like I said in my prior things, and I hate to reiterate it, or I just hate to bring it back up, but when you see actors in movies and when they play a certain part, do they do they capture you in the role uh, of what they're uh, what they're playing, or is it something else? You know, or because if it was just just monotone, regular, boring, it doesn't grasp our attention. So we're we are performing in front of a large crowd. And remember, you're trying to go for the gold. This is your Super Bowl, okay? What are your strengths and weaknesses? What is the definition of a leader? Try to incorporate their values in some way. So a lot of organizations, especially like with Seattle and stuff like that, and, uh, well, a lot of departments actually will have some values. Try to incorporate that. And your definition of leader is your definition. It does nothing. I, and I would highly recommend do not use, like, the Webster's Dictionary, Um definition of a leader something that is original something is creative was it a coach was it somebody in your life that made you who you are today and explain those values really incorporate the department values in that type of person that you see that was a leader in your in, in your eyes and what you learn and how you use that on a daily basis what are three things a leader should never have right very key thing very very specific things that you would think well for example indecisiveness nobody in the fire service that i know my fellow brothers and sisters would never want somebody who is indecisive we have uh i'm very fortunate to be working with a great great department and great leaders and stuff like that and when they go ahead and put something into action they're never very like, mm, should we do that? Should we vent or not vent? Um, interior, exterior attack. No, they're very direct because they know what they're talking about. So that's that's something. Indecisiveness in a leader is a very bad thing. And just, just shoot out a couple things. This is why I say preparation is huge. How do you take criticism? Listen, we all have to take criticism, but it makes us better. It makes us learn. We learn from our mistakes. Let somebody else 
give you that impression. You know, if my battalion chief were to come to me and says, uh, listen, firefighter Herrera, I see that you're doing this wrong. I'm not going to get defensive. I'm going to be receptive. I'm going to, I'm going to put them myself in their shoes and listen to what they have to say. So very important. Never, ever say anything negative that, ah, oh, I hate criticism. I shouldn't get it. I'm perfect because you will not be fit for the job. Again, this is like all this chief's interview. And sometimes these pop up on regular interviews as well. Tell me about your work history, you know, the most present to the past. What have you done in the past three years for personal development? It's huge. It could also be something with a little bit of school. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Stay completely humble on this, guys. It takes five years to really be a good firefighter. I've had people sit in front of me. They say, I want to be a tech rescue team, uh, the vault team for Seattle, uh, a lieutenant, hopefully a captain. Pump the brakes, okay? It takes a baby a while to learn how to crawl, and then that baby needs to get up and eventually walk, and then walk turns into running. So that child's going to fall multiple times. So it takes a while in order to get to those spots. And um, so be humble about that. Five years, guys and gals, that's uh, just you're learning how to be a really good firefighter. How do you feel about policies and procedures? You know, they're set for a reason. It's for us to stay home, uh, not stay home. It's for us to keep us safe at the end of the night and for us to go home. So they're set in black and white and they're put it, they're put in place by people who have uh, a lot of years of service and experience in education. Would you ever disobey an order by a supervisor? A lot of people say no, but what happens if that order was unethical, morally wrong or against the law? Things to think about. What does our mission statement mean to you? Pick the actual, now know the department's mission statement and also know the city's mission statement. And when you know the city's mission statement itself and you say it out and you're like, well, this mission statement doesn't mean to me. Well, if you live in the area, even better. But number two, that when you have the mission statement itself, look at two to three key words. And when those words pop out, explain why. So our mission statement is this, bam, right? And then, but these three words really stand out to me. And this is what I take from it. Okay, what is our vision statement? What are our department values? Who is our mayor? What local number are we? Define culture diversity in your own words. Again, not the Webster's Dictionary stuff, okay? And remember, equality and equity are two different things. So make sure you do your research about that. Equality and equity are two different things. What separates you from other candidates? Be very humble on this. Define customer service in your own words. Again, experience. What really caught your attention about that customer service what did you see what did you learn and how do you put it in your everyday life with your family your friends and your work tell me about your time in the military if this if this applies to you so this is huge a lot of applicants come to me and they say you know i don't know if i have culture diversity okay so let me let me know a little bit about yourself and then they go ahead and they shoot out and they say well, I was in the military and I said, well, how long were you in the military for? Four to eight years. And I said, in eight years, you didn't go overseas? And they're like, well, yeah, I went to Afghanistan. I went to Korea. And I said, did you not experience different cultures? And they said, yeah. And I go, okay, then tell me about a time that you learned from different cultures and, and why is it so beneficial? You know, you're adding more tools to the toolbox. You're making yourself a better person. Right. So that's that's the one biggest thing about diversity and cultural diversity itself is we get to see all different walks of life that make us who we are today. We 
are better for it. We we learn from each other. We put ourselves in those people's shoes. I mean, there's so much to it. And um, so, of course, everybody's exposed to a little bit of diversity and especially culture diversity. So keep that in mind. Um, tell me about yourself. Like I said earlier, a little brief about that. Nothing um, nothing about your resume. And how would you ever dealt with a stressful situation? Would you learn from it? You know, the Chiefs interview itself is pretty straightforward. They're going to really, really examine and talk about what you have done in your past. So if, you, if you've if you put something down and it's questionable, you got there for a reason, okay? They want to hear. They don't want to hear an excuse. So super, super important never to make an excuse what you've learned from that. And um, we all, they understand that there's demons in the closet, guys, okay? They totally understand. They're, they have their own kids, right? They just want to see that uh, you're not just going to make an excuse. And um, this is the time to be truthful about things, okay? So never be afraid to talk about yourself, to demonstrate the qualities that you have. You want to stay on track. Stay, stick with stick with your gun. Stay on track with it the whole time, okay? And make sure, make sure, make sure that you are relaxed, but you're not um, bouncing off the walls. They want to see if you have maturity, stability, that you are a professional. Um, they want to look at your experiences, your work experience, your life experience, and everything like that. So the Chiefs interview, like I said, don't go in there with jeans and a shirt. Be dressed as a professional. Greet everybody you come across. Not going above and beyond, but just be yourself. And when you walk in there, represent yourself well. Okay? They're looking at you and says, does this individual fit what we're looking for? Is this individual going to represent us when we are not around on and off duty? Okay? The Chiefs always want you to do the best on and off duty. They never want they, – they have their own headaches set to the side. They just want to see that if you will lead by example at all times and do your job, represent the organization, respect the city, and do what's best for the citizens and the customers on a daily basis. So understand that. I wish you the very best. Thank you so much for subscribing and listening, and I apologize for the delay. I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Uh, this is Ron Herrera with 111 Fire Prep. Come to my website at 111fireprep.com and you can come check out a bunch of things that we have. New jobs are posted. I wish you all the very best and take care. Bye-bye.